And we're back. What the hell? Why am I frozen? frozen. <laughs> oh, you asshole! What, 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 what's wrong with this Rob guy? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, he's back. There we go. Look at this guy. He's been frozen for 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 a good week, folks. <laughs> what's up, folks? Welcome to uh, Monday night. Uh, your Monday night entertainment, which is uh, Rob yeah. over here, this goofball who likes to hey. throw all kinds of random shite at him. So always John a good sport, here. Rob. Um, and we got a bunch of people in the chat. Thank you, everybody, for joining us in the live show. If you are catching this on the replay, we are live every Monday at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'd love it for you to join us and uh, have some fun, uh, bust some chops, uh, make fun of me and Rob, mostly mostly me and my mispronunciation of the English language. Um, English is my first language, just in case you were wondering. Um, believe it or not. <laughs> so how, how you doing, Rob? <laughs> I'm all I'm just right. Bad at How it. It's my first language. I'm just bad at it. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> um, are. Hey, buddy. Hey, John. Thanks, everybody, uh, for joining and tuning in. Uh, man, we love doing this show, and I hope you guys have a good time uh, listening to it afterwards or while we're doing it. Hey, um, John, we got a lot, I'm sure, to talk about. We've got some. Uh, was a bit of a quiet uh, run in the news this past week, but I'm sure you've got some stuff to show us at the shop. And we're going to talk about things that we've watched in the past week or so. Um, what about you, John? You you got anything you want to share? Anything you want to kick off with stuff that you've watched? Because I think you just told me before the show started, you've been watching nothing, but you've been yeah, all so these TV we're, shows. We're in, we're in like a crazy content drop. So if you didn't catch our fill-in episode of the Heroes yeah. World podcast, check it out. It's only like 20 minutes. We talk a little bit about Obi-Wan. We keep it relatively spoilerish free if you haven't seen it for some reason. Um, and then we talk about all these shows that drop. So like Umbrella Academy, uh, Rob said Westworld just dropped uh, yesterday or today. Yep. Yesterday, um, yep. Man from Toronto, uh, Boys is still going, Miss Marvel's still going. Everything is going, and I didn't get a chance to watch any of it. Uh, for All Mankind. <laughs> yeah, For All Mankind, Rob's Jam. Um, you can watch season one for free. He mentioned it last podcast. Uh, check that out. Um, and Multiverse of Madness even dropped on Disney Plus, which uh, if, if for some reason you didn't see in theaters, you can now watch it in the comfort of your own own home, or you mm -hmm. can uh, rewatch it. Uh, so on the rewatch, I, I did watch a little bit. I, I think I got a little bit of that in, and then I did finish off Spiderhead. I don't know if you got into Spiderhead. I haven't seen um, it yet. No. It it started off better than it ended, and uh, and I kind of described it on my Twitter feed as a, a long episode of Outer Limits or uh, Black Mirror. So yeah. if you're into that kind of stuff, it, it does kind of have like some interesting questions, um, but it does feel like a, a COVID quickly filmed uh, Netflix movie. So if, if this was in theaters, I definitely would have been upset. But since I got to watch it at home in, in two sittings, uh, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, yeah. So if you guys got to check out anything, I know uh, a bunch of y'all looks like a bunch of y'all binged Umbrella academy season three i so haven't seen know. anything of it yet let us know in the comments no spoilers let us know if you really dug it didn't dig it i did watch part of episode one and i did really like the vibe so rob i'm gonna let you go nuts because i was at a toy show this weekend and the prep and, and doing all the kind of stuff like that uh took up the majority of my time uh so what what did you get up to rob i, I hello I, I watched nothing Oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> um, um, I uh, yeah. So let me just say, um, first of all, I finished the uh, X Men Omnibus Volume One. Uh, I, I'm done, thank God. Um, I <laughs> o uh, older comics are a little rough sometimes. Yeah, I think that's the, what, yeah. what we were saying, right? They don't move as fast as the more modern stuff. And I would say modern, even from like late '90s on. Okay, um, in terms of watching stuff, so John, 
Uh, Movie-wise, because I was on this X-Men run, I I, I watched X-Men, the, the original movie that X- kicked X-Men? off the X-Men. X-Men. <laughs> and I watched X-Men 2, X-Men United, or X2, X-Men United. Um, I got to say, that movie really actually holds up. X2 holds up. X2? Yeah, it does. It holds up incredibly well. Um, and, uh, you know, seeing the f- uh, feral... Uh, Wolverine is played by Hugh Jackman. Uh, when they uh, when Strikers guys are taking the compound, I love that sequence, it was a lot of fun. Um, so, anyways, if you haven't seen X2 in a long time, I suggest checking it out. <clears throat> Excuse me, it is on Disney Plus, so you might as well give it a go if you've got that. Um, do they have the whole entire thing now? Because is at one point they were missing one or two of the later ones. No, they have them all. Oh, okay, they have them all, including Dark Phoenix, your uh, yeah. favorite one. Um, and- <laughs> do, do you think X2 is probably going to be your favorite if we did like a rewatch of all the X Men's? Do you think it's going to be X2 you know at the top what? of the I list? Really, I do like Days of Future Past. That's what I was going to say. Admit, I feel like that one might jump to the top for me. I know, but I have to admit, I really hate the way that the Sentinels look. <laughs> <laughs> I try, so I don't know. I, I really, really like X2. Um, okay. We, uh, well, I'm a big fan of Yellowstone, and they had that prequel series called 1883, which is on uh, Paramount Plus Network. I watched it. John, I got to say, like, the first episode, I was kind of like, eh. And you know, I'm a big Western guy. I love Westerns. I was kind of off on it. And I was like, I don't know. I ended up crushing all 10 episodes. Man, this is a show that is not to be missed. Yes. Uh, it is cool. gut-wrenching. It's it's a hell of a lot of fun. It really doesn't have anything to do with Yellowstone in so much as that. <laughs> the last name. Like, you're not real. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about the journey, about the pioneer's going from texas trying to make their way to oregon on the oregon trail uh and the shit that happens along the way so honestly if you haven't seen it yet if you're a western fan even if you're a kind of a somewhat of a western fan i think you'd really appreciate the dramatic elements of this show are fantastic uh and so yeah i'm definitely recommend that yeah. okay maybe you're eating a western omelet and you want something to watch while you're eating your western omelet there you go bud yeah, um a western toast okay so i watched x uh, i think i watched something else but guess what i watched just recently, John. So, I'm a big fan of the uh, of the original. I'm just going to show you. Do you know what this is? That is the Lou Ferrigno Hall. No, it's not. It is the Ed Norton one. No, it is no, not. It's the Lou Ferrigno. Oh, so, okay. When Ang Lee's Hulk came out, they yes. released the pilot episode and then the season two episode called Married on a DVD. It's one of those ones you have to flip it over for each. Um, Man, because I, I, for whatever reason, I got on this weird, like, itch that I wanted to watch some original Bill Bixby, Lou Ferrigno Hulk. Mm-hmm. I still say, man, that pilot holds up. The, like, from it's, it's 1977, it is still decent, man. It's a good pilot. I, so. I used to love that Hulk show, but I don't remember a lick of it other than the, I guess, the finale where he dies. He falls out of a helicopter or something and and, and, and is just on the pavement, um, just, just lying there. And, uh, yeah. For some reason, yeah, it, I, I really gravitated towards the. I remember my mom always tells me, "Yeah, you really love that Hulk guy." Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've never I've never watched any of them since. So it would be interesting. Do they not have the full seasons? Is it something to do with rights? You you know you music? can get the full yeah. seasons on iTunes. Like there are five seasons, and I think it would cost me like like eighty bucks to get it. You can get a Blu-ray on Amazon. It's eighty-five. But to be honest with you, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go back and revisit these. Yeah, I'm one, good. one episode will probably cover you. You're good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm good. Like, I really like the show, but I don't know if I would. I think I'd be like mad that I spent the money if I bought the full season. Okay. And last thing I want to talk about, John, is Elvis. I went to the theater. I saw Elvis on the weekend. One for the money, two for the show. Three to get, get ready. ready. Let's, let's go, go. Everybody, um, let's rock. Rob <laughs> said he was not an Elvis fan. I was shocked. 
Yeah. So I was uh, shocked. Okay. So let me, let me <laughs> go just, ahead. Go ahead. I, let me just say this. Uh, I am in my late forties, right? I'm on the far side of the, the mid forties. Like on the, just, uh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> bro, like I'm, I'm, I'm not in the early forties. I'm on the late side of the forties. So I'm the tail saw, end. <laughs> yeah, no, not that far. I, you know, for me growing up, Elvis was a joke. He was the, the guy that like died in the toilet who liked his fried uh, banana and peanut butter sandwiches, who it, it, it was overrun with infomercials all the time of seeing Elvis and the commemorative plates and the infomercials for Elvis in Hawaii, you know, uh, now on three VHS tapes for two easy payments of $19.99. No, you would, the, the, the CD sets, I think, were really hot. And then you would see all the titles scroll past and you're like, oh, I know a couple of those. Yeah. So I, well, yeah. And so it was just, it was, a, it was a kitschy. He was a, he was a character that I saw. I knew the music. It, you know, you would hear all about, oh, the king of rock and roll. And there's this huge hype over this guy who, as far as I knew, just took, he died taking a shit. And I was like, what are you talking about? Anyways, they, they would make those movie, jokes on like Bugs Bunny and stuff. He would like, yeah. Or, or Tiny Tunes. It would be like a fat guy in a chair and he'd shoot the TV with a gun. Um, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I know yeah, where you're he was a parody. From. He became a, 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 a the whole thing. So that was my really my understanding of Elvis, right? And then every, all the the pop culture icon yeah. that was created this this marketing machine just to sell yeah, yeah. spoons and plates to old ladies. Yeah, but but you I mean, never like listened to the, like the music. You remember that when that Elvis number ones CD came out, and they just like I think yeah. it was like a first time ever. They just had all his number ones in one spot for you. You didn't yes. kind of like give it give it a listen, like. No, I, I knew of the music, but I never, mm-hmm. I never cared for it. Let me just tell you something though. After watching this movie, John, man, it humanized the individual to me. It made me really appreciate the talents that this man had. It made me really appreciate his music, the struggles this guy went through, and essentially to know. And I'm not spoiling anything. It's like spoiling Titanic. At the end, the ship goes down. But whoa, to wait, know, what? <laughs> but to know that. He was literally just a mule for everybody else just to feed off of. Like they 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 beat him to death essentially to work, um, because that was their source of income, including his family. And to know all of that happened, and I know that it's a movie. There are some maybe creative liberties with some of the storytelling or some of the events, or they've combined certain events into one thing for the movie. I get that, but it, to be for me, it put a whole new perspective on it. Uh, on the man and on the talent. And he was only 42 when he passed. So uh, a young guy. Um, and so I I, I got to admit, I've been kind of going back to listen to some of his music since I saw the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie and you're trepidatious about going to see it because you're like, Fuck, man, it's Elvis. I don't give a shit. I'm tired of hearing about Elvis. I'm telling you that right now. You will come out of this movie and you will be like, holy shit. It, it was amazing. I was with my wife and I were the youngest people in the theater. Lots of old ladies who are talking to each other going, you're on mute. Do you remember this? And then and crying at the end and yeah, yeah. that. So um, I, I really think if you haven't had an opportunity, if you have, sorry, an opportunity to go see Elvis in the theater, I suggest going ahead and doing it. Because I think you'll come out uh, and probably with a better appreciation and respect for the guy and the talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for some reason, I, I picked up his music when I think they did that number one CD. Um, and I was jamming it like, I don't even think I listened to it when it first came out. I discovered it later on, and I just, I just jammed a lot of his music. And uh, you know the movie Lilo and Stitch? They used a lot yeah. of Elvis uh, tracks in there. I, I feel like that just kind of pumped it up. So I'm a big fan of his music. So I do look forward to this movie. Uh, I 
wonder you don't have to say or not uh, if they address any of the uh, the cultural appropriation type stuff that always comes up in the discussion when you mention Elvis uh, nowadays. But uh, yeah, know, they actually well they do, but they do it from mm -hmm. a per, it, it's it's really interesting because you end up leaving the theater and you wonder did he uh, appropriate it or is it more that he was paying an homage and respect to it because. So it is kind of, um, you know, up in the air for interpretation. I wouldn't go so far as to say he blatantly ripped people off, but mm -hmm. uh, there is also, we have to remember, this is like the 40s and 50s where, um, you know, certain, uh, you know, individuals of, a different, of different races, they were not being heard. They were not even being listened to. They weren't allowed to have their music played on radio. So he was taking that music and putting it out there. Obviously, he benefited from it. But it's an interesting conversation to have once people have seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. There's, a whole, um, there's a whole debate up for it. You know, even Bruno Mars and a lot of other artists kind of get criticized for it. So uh, that's not a debate for today. <laughs> but I do, I think I do really want to see it as well, Rob. So I might try and squeeze it in at the theaters. Uh, if not, I'll wait till it comes uh, home video, and I think my wife would get kicked out of that one. She's a yeah. big Elvis fan. Go ahead. No, that's all. That's all I got. Yeah, that's, that's all it? I got. All right. Okay, <laughs> all right. Thank you, everybody. It looks like a lot of people watched the Umbrella Academy season three, uh, went through all of it. Uh, I count at least three people in our chat who who binged it all. Um, so, yeah. So, shout outs to that show that something is still um, Netflix binge worthy. Like it dropped. Yeah. And there's still people watching all of it. I remember when those Marvel shows were dropping in their oh, height. Yeah. And you would I would talk to people at the store and I'd be like, oh, did you watch it? They're like, oh, I stayed up till 2 a.m. till it dropped. And I watched all of it. And I took the next yeah. day off and stuff like that. So so that's cool that a show like that can still do that. So uh, I do want to check it out. Um, and a couple of people mentioned the boys. I see Steve in the chat uh, saying boys is at its best right now. I think Scott tagged a herogasm. I question how... Uh, dirty they're gonna get in this in this uh in this show yeah so scott said he couldn't stop on yeah. Girl academy so uh but now you're done now you gotta wait for season uh four like what are you gonna do yeah. <laughs> i know i do you, go, do you go think this show has to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think this show has to drop like that top uh I'm, I'm, Tom? yeah i was gonna call you tom for a second i was like you call me tom? scott for a second you call you me tom. i went with scott tom and then I didn't even get to Rob yet. I was no, like, you're like, what's his name again? Like, what's what? wrong with my brain? Am I having what a stroke? other generic white guy name? Can we? Mike? Have? I could have called Mark? you Mike. <laughs> Apologies, Rob. Adam. <laughs> it's it's when I'm trying to form things in my head and, and I just lose track of uh, names. I don't know what it is. Anyway, that's okay, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Um, you think it okay, needs to drop like that, or you think if Umbrella switched to a, a formula of dropping once a week? Would it maybe not be as hot? I don't know. I, I you know what? I, I think the 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 problem with these debates is that everybody likes to uh, watch certain shows the way they want to watch it. So, for instance, mm -hmm. Umbrella Academy and the Boys. Oh, sorry, not Umbrella, the Boys uh, for All Mankind. All those I like for them to finish so I can binge watch them all. Mm -hmm. I right, Game of Thrones, Westworld. I like watching those ones week to week. So I just think that there's, I think that both models sufficiently um, uh, provide entertainment to each individual user, however they want. Maybe they like to binge everything. So they wait till things bunch up and finish and then watch it all. So people maybe like a hybrid like I do, or people wish it was week to week. So you have like, the reality is you're getting more week to weeks than you are in binge. Disney is week to week. Amazon prime is generally week to week um you know paramount plus stuff is week to week so 
there's more week to week stuff than there is nowadays with with binge dropping. I think really only Netflix does the binge drop. Yeah, so, yeah. I guess we'll have to see how much people are still talking about Umbrella Academy a couple weeks down the road. If it basically just disappears uh, in the next week or so, and then everyone just just like wins the next season out, then we kind of got because uh, because I, I feel like this has happened a bunch of times and Netflix is. I feel like Netflix is on the ropes right now when people kind of start criticizing its content. Um, yeah. So we'll see if, if if Umbrella Academy formula work and people are going to keep talking about it. Um, I feel like we got a lot of mileage out of that last season. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Scott, Scott Lewis did shout out the Optimus Prime Lego. Did you get the Optimus Prime Lego, Rob? I know you got the Voltron. Did you want Optimus Prime next to them? You know, I, I was thinking about it. I really wanted to. And actually, I spoke to Lewis uh, uh, last week. And I was like, I think if I'm going to spend the same amount of money, I'm going to go with that DeLorean set. So I'm just waiting for it to come back. Oh, in. So, okay. So. I'm I'm waiting for the variant Optimus Prime set that comes with the gray bricks, so you can do Corpse Optimus. <laughs> <Dead>. <laughs> There's two companies releasing. Um, they call it. I don't know if they call it Dead Optimus Prime or whatever. He's all grayed yeah. out. So there's. I think Super 7 is the company. They're doing two versions of a grayed-out Optimus Prime so you can relive your childhood uh, trauma. <laughs> yeah, so shout-out to Gord. He said he's a hybrid uh, binger. So I guess he, he follows, like, Rob's formula. Whatever fits into your schedule. If you can binge it, hey, it's all there. That's freaking awesome, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you would have binged a bunch of your shows this week um, if they were all there, but, you, but you're waiting for them to finish. You know what also I got stuck on, John? We, my son and I were yeah. going to watch Umbrella Academy together, but unfortunately, John, we have six episodes of The Flash we've built up and <laughs> abandoned ship pull the ripcord <laughs> we, you hate this show do you not i do and yet we we blew through like four and a half episodes just to try to get co- i know it's it's horrible anyways that's it that's all i got I'm trying, we should move, move on to move this way so we get less spider-man interrupting <laughs> oh yeah delorean lewis says the delorean, DeLorean yeah. is totally worth it uh, he sent me a wicked link on a rebrickable of the batmobile from the batman that turns it into the 89 batmobile so Sweet. Uh, I don't know if I want to take apart that entire kit and redo it. Um, but anyways, thank you everybody for sharing with us what you got up to this weekend, uh, doing some recon on some of the shows. Uh, thanks, Rob, for that Elvis review. I think I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, some uh, Jailhouse Rock. Uh, yeah, and honestly, man, there. Austin Butler, I, you know, who yeah. plays Elvis, I hope he gets an, an award nomination, man. Yeah. Just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I, oh, <laughs> sorry, I, I saw an Ezra Miller comment. I don't know if we're going to address the Ezra Miller. We're not going to do it today, but I think Other it's point, bonkers. <laughs> yeah, at some point in the very near future, Steve. Uh, Steve. <laughs> see, look, see. Stu. No, Stu, I saw that no. Steve. It was Steve's uh, message. Stu, John, and I have discussed that we will probably address it at some point. The problem is that it's never moving yeah, and uh, evolving situation, and we also don't want to get sued. So. <laughs> Dude, they got enough problems right now. <laughs> Their entire like roster is collapsing. Thank God for the Rock stepping in as Black Adam. Oh, that was one thing. Before we go into onto what's new at the store, dude, I gotta tell you, when I, you're seeing Elvis, I told you we're the youngest people, and there's lots of older than. There is nothing funnier during the previews than seeing Black Adam preview <laughs> trailer at the Elvis movie, and all these old people are looking at each other like, "What is happening?" And you got <laughs> the Rock. Punching jet planes out of the air and shit. So I mean, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, what are they supposed to do? Are they supposed to play trailers only appropriate for a certain? Like these, these are movies now, so whatever is going to happen. Yeah. Gonna happen. <laughs> um, all right. So I, I kept uh, all the story stuff short. Um, so if you're not following us on Instagram, Facebook, check us out there. We do post the new comic releases there. Uh, there's a bunch of new hot toys that got listed, but I think I'm going to wait because some of it is 
kind of spoilery for the new movies. Like there's a new Thor, Hot Toys, all this kind of stuff. So I didn't want to look at it in case it gives away some stuff for the movie. Uh, I will mention that we are getting, remember that big sensation that hit, uh, I want to say a couple of years back, Rob, Pokemon Go. Where, yeah, yeah. Where, where, did you go outside and, and chase Pokemon at all? Like the whole family got yeah. in did? Oh yeah, the kids were going, my battery was draining on my phone. Was, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I remember where I, where I currently live. There's a big park, and it's one of those parks that's just open field. It's not a playground. It's not a soccer field. It's literally just a bunch of trees and just open grass. Um, right. And for some reason, it had a Pokemon gym or whatever in there. Yeah. And I drove past, and it was just full of people. It, it looked like a nightclub. Like, literally just people, like, just a whole yeah. park. Like, a giant park, not a small park. Like, this is humongous. And I was like, this is nuts. And now that Pokemon Go died down, there's nobody in that park ever whenever I drive past. But they are finally releasing a card game kind of expansion to go along with the Pokemon Go stuff that they released in the game. I'm not super familiar with the game, so I don't know what's unique to the Pokemon Go that has not appeared in the card game. But apparently there's a new set. It's super hot. Everyone has been asking me for it like crazy. It'll start dropping this weekend. I believe Friday or Saturday is the release date. Uh, so if you're looking for Pokemon Go stuff, you can hit me up. I'll try my best to set you up. Uh, it is going to be limited. The first wave is going to be uh, kind of short. So uh, make sure you plan ahead, folks, and and, and check it out. Uh, but that that's it. There's going to be tons of other new stuff at the shop dropping this week. So uh, hit up our social medias and, and check in, and we will update our holiday hours. I'm not quite sure what we're running on for Friday. We might be closed for the day. I'm not sure. Um, Rob, uh, let me kick it to you for the news. Wow, that was it, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you did all right, all right. <clears throat> um, so thanks, everybody, for uh, for tuning in. As John said earlier, if you haven't had an opportunity to check out the Heroes World podcast, it was myself and John subbing in without Stu, uh, who had a prior commitment um, uh, attending to his racehorses that he got from Saudi Arabia. Um, last week, so John and I discussed Obi-Wan Kenobi um, and uh, a bunch of other things, uh, so now, which I can't remember right now. So you definitely want to check out uh that episode and uh and thanks for 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 uh supporting and subscribing and all that jazz okay hey john <clears throat> buddy are you familiar with the green hornet i have heard of the the green hornet yes okay uh well the green hornet was initially a radio program in the 30s uh where newspaper publisher brett reed now that's a white guy's name brett reed <laughs> Spent his nights uh, fighting crime with his sidekick and driver, Cato. The Green Hornet came to television. It, it became a comic book later on in the 50s and then came to television in the 60s in its own show as well as guest starring on the Batman TV show. Um, yeah, Cato was played by... What? I remember the, they, did a, they did a crossover, right? Yeah, exactly. With the Batman uh, with Adam West and Burt Ward. Uh, as we all know, Cato was played by Bruce Lee. And in 2011, Seth Rogen starred in a movie version of the Green Hornet. Well, it looks like uh, the masked vigilante is coming back to the big screen as horror director Lee Wanell, uh, who is known for Saw, who is known for, I think, some of the Insidious movies, who is known for The Invisible Man. Uh, he's been <laughs> I tapped- know when I think of Saw and Invisible Man, I think, <laughs> man, this guy should be directing Green Hornet. Uh, he's got some talent, man, but he's been <laughs> tapped to direct uh, and helm the Green Hornet and Cato for Universal Pictures. Uh, David Cope uh, of Spider-Man and Jurassic Park fame has written the updated version of the movie. And according to Deadline, uh, Universal loves it so much that pre-production on the movie has already started. They want to fast track this. They are looking at this as being a huge, huge movie for them. No news on cast or release date yet. But John, can the Green Hornet 
be successfully updated for a modern MCU fed audience. Oh, I, I'm sure I'm sure it can. Um, did, do you remember that Seth Rogen J. Chow movie? Like, yes, it was not good, right? I have it. No, it's you not. own it because you're a zombie to this type of stuff. But do you actually, actually you know enjoy it? I think I own it because Blockbuster was going out of sale and I was just grabbing Blu-ray. You're like, I'll get it. It's got Sabrina, it's got Seth Rogen in it. Yeah. It'll be funny. But yeah, I've never like, seen it since. <laughs> yeah. But but I think it was a bad it was a bad combination um because yeah. uh Seth Rogen and like a comedy guy. Maybe he could do it. Maybe he could do it now, I think later in his career. But at the time he was known for all his comedic stuff. Yeah. So that movie was like almost destined to fail. Jay Chow, he didn't quite get a chance to cross over. He's yeah. playing Bruce Lee's part. He is not a real martial artist. He kind of does martial arts in some of his music videos, but he has never been. Um, and, you know, you're hiring someone to play Bruce Lee. They've got to be good. Uh, well, you're hiring they have to have... in Bruce Lee's shoes. Yeah. 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 You, have, you, you have someone stepping in. You want to at least have them kind of at least know uh, somewhat what's going on. But anyways, um, I don't know. I don't know if this can happen, Rob. They've done the comic book a bunch of times. It's never really caught on at the store. I've seen it fail several times. No one's ever asked me for Green Hornet merchandise um, ever, other than maybe someone has asked for a Kato mask uh, during Halloween. I don't know if they asked because we're a comic store or because I'm Asian and they figured I know where to buy a Kato mask. I don't know what happened. Or maybe they were doing a Bill, Kill Bill costume. I was going to say Bill Kill. Kill Bill costume. And they were like, hey, uh, I think I think it's called a Kato mask. And they didn't actually know it was from Green Hornet. So I don't know. I don't know if this can work. But if you say that they've got a good script, then uh, Hollywood says a lot of shite. So <laughs> who knows if they can sell us on this hype train? Are you buying a ticket again, Rob? Oh, I don't know. I, I have no idea. All I know is I took a look. Green Hornet is playing yeah. on the CTV app, John. So I feel like there's a rewatch <laughs> in our future. I don't know, man. Like, you know what? I don't think so. <laughs> I think you have to update it. I'll be honest with you, John. I don't think the suit Fedora wearing uh, vigilante. He, he, was, he was weird. The Green Hornet himself. Even if you cut Kato out, who's just a martial, like his martial arts bodyguard, Green Hornet is kind of like a what is he? Like a detective? Nothing. Like, Nothing. Like a he's a guy that's got, yeah, yeah, he's a really shitty Iron Man, Batman guy because he has all the money but no tech behind him. He's like, oh, I got, I got a car, the Black Beauty. Look at that. I'm awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Um, hey, John, uh, a number of months ago, we talked about a reboot of the Robert Rodriguez 90s movies, Spy Kids. Uh, what we got casting news a few days ago is Shazam actress Zachary Levi and Gina Rodriguez have been tapped to play the parents of the Spy Kids. Uh, the original movie had Antonio Banderas and Carla uh, Gugino playing the roles of the parents. John, are you excited for a Spy Kids reboot with Shazam and Rodriguez? Um... I don't know. I don't. I don't have any any attachment to Spy Kids at all. I don't know if maybe yeah. Yeah. Uh, you like. It would have been like past our time, right? We wouldn't be watching movies like that uh, no. at at our age. I've got no attachment. The only thing I've got somewhat attachment to is Zachary Levi playing a spy like character. Did you ever watch that show Chuck? Which I yeah. thought was I a lot like of it. fun. Yeah, I think I it got it better, and then it kind of like dipped and, and went all. I never kept up with it, so no. that probably is something to be said about that show as well. So I I don't know. Sure. Uh, more kids content is good because it gives me hopefully something entertaining to watch with my kids. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. We'll see. Um, and finally, John, in an interview with Variety to promote Thor, Love and Thunder, Christian Bale uh, was asked about his desire to reprise his role as Batman. 
Uh, now, Bale has been known to say that he was done after the third movie and he's keeping that promise with one caveat, though. Yes. Bale is quoted in the article as saying, quote, if Chris Nolan ever said to himself, you know what? I've got another story to tell. And he wished to tell that story with me. I'd be in. So, John, would you? Like <laughs> I've got a new house to buy or so I need a paycheck. <laughs> Let's John, do it. Would Bale. you like to see Bale and Nolan return to the Batman universe or are you happy with the three movies that we got? No, no one's happy with those three. No one's happy with that third movie. I think the general consensus is. Um, I did kind of enjoy it when I saw it in the theaters. I feel like the third movie also was told not to happen, right? After he did one, two, uh, Heath Ledger passes away. I think Nolan was like, I'm done. That's it. And then lo and behold, uh, we have a third movie with Bane and and Catwoman. Um, So sure. I I would actually like them to finish uh, a fourth movie nice and strong give us proper closure to everything um are you are you down with fourth or you're gonna walk away uh look well listen if they actually make it you know i'm gonna go see it but do yeah. i <laughs> do i want them to do it no uh, listen the dark knight is um it's up there as one of like as a top tier movie let alone comic book movie we've discussed this like numerous times on this show on the main podcast with uh andre and Stu. So Dark Knight is like a benchmark movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dark Knight Rises was a was a, a, a turd. It was like the flaming turd uh, in a bag that you saw in <laughs> in in Happy Gilmore uh, yeah. or Billy Madison rather. So I don't know, man. I'm I think I'm fine. Listen, we got the trilogy. Uh, Batman Begins is, is a good movie. It's decent. We got the mm-hmm. trilogy. I think we ended there. I don't know what else. Nick Nolan. You're, you're right. It has an it has an ending. The it ends. Right? Yeah. And that's so, it. There's, so yeah. should you should you go back and potentially make a worse uh, movie to to add on to the fourth? You know, oh, but don't watch the third or the fourth one. Just watch the first two. Do you add an extra movie to the list of movies not to watch? <laughs> well, don't forget this is a situation where you've got us. Uh, you know, Batman has only had three adventures according to this Nolan verse. Right, and he was missing yeah. for eight years between two and three. So I didn't, I didn't get that from the movie. Everyone always brings up that argument, and I'm like, I didn't feel that. I felt like there was other stuff that happened that they just don't talk about. No, no, it's all based on how the on how they actually talk about the timing of things. So at any rate, uh, it is what it is. Will will it come to fruition? Who knows, John? Maybe you back up that Brinks truck, and Nolan's like suddenly got an idea. But I kind of feel. He had a bit of an outs with Warner Brothers, I feel. So I, I think his next movie is not with Warner. So it's going to yeah, take a was, lot for him. Uh, there was some serious conflict with uh, Tenet, I think, when they did the release on him. and he On video on he, demand. He, he said some things, but, you know, things pin, can be forgiven in, in the face of money. Uh, and yeah. unless you're DC and you really don't want to get this Snyder Cut thing going, um, which is uh, Snyderverse. Which, which again uh, is trending on the internet on twitter yet again for it is and you want to know why is because for our american friends it is coming you can own it digitally uh as of july something or other 12th or 8th or something it's been available f- for, to buy up here on itunes google play and all that uh for like a year uh but it hasn't been available to purchase digitally in the u.s so for our friends like scott hey good news now you can own it if you- <laughs> But um, uh, and that John's the news. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Rob. Um, thank you everybody for sticking with us. I don't know if there's any other news we want to drop. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, it's pretty quiet. Um, no, I was going to ask you what you thought of uh, Tom Cruise's Top Gun, uh, embarrassing Lightyear at the box office. 
<laughs> well, listen. Um, do you have any desire to see Lightyear? I have zero. No, I do I have. A, I, I've heard it's actually really good. So, but I, yeah. I would, I would wait for it to come on Disney Plus. Like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I, I feel like the market for a movie like Lightyear was not clear. Um, yeah, like my um, kids think, don't want. My kids would have no interest in seeing that, and they love Toy Story. Um, yeah, it's you know, my kids are kind of like my daughter doesn't doesn't care for movies to be very honest with you. So, and my son was like, no, I have no interest in seeing it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. Listen, I think the problem is you got a juggernaut of Top, of Top Gun. Top Gun and El and Elvis practically tied this weekend. Elvis uh, inched out a little bit for first spot, but Top Gun's been out for four weeks. So like to me, it's yeah. like okay, like I, it's it's just a massive juggernaut that's rolling over everything. Um, I think Lightyear got swept up in that, and there's. I think if it was on streaming, we would, we all would have watched it. If Lightyear was on yes. streaming, we all would have watched it by now. Right, but I think there's also been a lot of controversy that's been blown out of proportion, John, involving a single scene of of two same sex characters kissing, and that. That has blown itself wide all over, which sounds way worse than I meant it to. But it's all <laughs> over. Uh, people are really upset about it. How big did it of, blow itself up, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of, and, and so I think that that has not helped uh, this controversy with respect to that. And I controversy that I think is bullshit, regardless, I think yeah. has really caused a lot of people to kind of back away from watching that movie. So um you know whatever it you know i i don't you know the world's a funny place right now yeah um yeah so that's it john um anything else we want to get into before we get into tonight's um movie no, I, I i think we should dive in um so that's the news that's everything that's going on around us right now uh but let's let's talk about this uh legacy sequel that came All out right. uh during the first i think during lockdown period of the pandemic so um it's it's really weird i never watched it on the first run but rob what do you got on this uh bill and ted i think you, do you have a rundown or anything like that i do so thank you everybody right. for joining us hopefully you got a chance to watch bill and ted face the music uh as john said the movie was released on august 20th face off was released on august 28th 2020 uh bill and ted face the music is the third in the bill and ted series but a staggering 29 years since bogus journey um, the writers of the first two movies, Chris, Math Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon returned for Face the Music, as did Alex Winters as Bill S. Preston Esquire and Keanu Reeves as Ted Theodore Logan. Um, now a third movie has been in the many stages of development for years, but in May of 2018, both Reeves and Winters officially signed on. Also returning to the franchise, William Sadler's Grim Reaper Death, Hal Landon Jr. <laughs> as Chief Logan. And Amy Stotch as Missy. Um, the budget was $25 million and brought in only $6.2 million at the box office, John. However, it was also released on Video On Demand on the same day um, and was the top-rented movie on Fandango, iTunes, and Google Play for a number of weeks. Uh, now, it is estimated that the movie grossed <clears throat> $32 million from U.S. digital rentals alone as of September 30th, 2020. Now, let's just not forget, John, this was right at the, like, really at the start of the pandemic. It was August of 2020. We had only been locked. We'd been in our houses for like three or four months at that point. So um, it was kind of, it's hard to believe. It feels like forever ago, but it was kind of the trailblazer to say, hey, we're doing same day release 
and on digital because some regions were opening yeah. was up. Was it an option for us in Canada though? I think Canada was completely no. In Canada, we uh, maybe in certain areas in the country we were allowed. Some people may have gotten to see it because their numbers were relatively low. We in Ontario were unable to go to theaters whatsoever. Um, and I feel that theaters didn't open up, John, until September, October of that year, because I went and saw Tenet in 2020. Um, now, uh, Face the Music finds our two heroes in a downward spiral as their musical career has tanked. The marriages are on the rocks and their kids are annoying as hell, John. Uh, <laughs> of original star Dude. <laughs> George Carlin's Rufus. His on-screen daughter, Kelly, travels back in time to warn Bill and Ted that reality is unraveling. Uh, and then once again, a song must unite humanity. Now, the reason that his character is... Okay, I'm just going to blow your brain. As a nod to Carlin, his on-screen daughter was named after his real-life daughter, Kelly. So that's why Rufus's daughter was named Kelly in the movie. Okay, so John, the original Bill & Ted's Excellent Adventure dropped in 1989. And here we are 33 years after that most triumphant movie. So John... Does Face the Music succeed as a worthy successor, or is it another bogus journey? <laughs> hey, yo, don't you dare trash talk bogus journey. I feel like we really should have watched bogus journey uh, for this episode. Uh, but uh, I had not seen this. I didn't see it uh, when it dropped originally on digitally. I guess I didn't feel like uh, renting it or whatever. And then when it finally did pop up on uh, regular, sh available for free on a streaming service that I was already subscribed to, I didn't. I didn't even fire it up. Uh, so it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Um, but overall, like like this Rotten Tomato score is actually pretty high. I'm actually surprised it got an 82 percent um, because I wouldn't I wouldn't rate the movie that highly. Uh, well, well it, yeah. I actually forgot to add that the yeah. Rotten Tomato score. It does make me wonder though, John, if it was rated that high because of the time. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. so. So if I had watched it right when it dropped. Uh, because nothing, no con new new content was dropping, like no new movies. We were basically watching TV shows, um, and nothing new with uh, a movie star was was airing. Right, so I think yeah. if I watched at that time, I probably would have enjoyed it a, a lot more. Um, it it's not quite a strong. I wouldn't say it's a strong movie. It's kind of the plot is kind of passable. Um, you have a lot of fun. What what the joy in the movie is is seeing. Um, these two guys back again in the original roles and then kind of doing these weirdo alternate versions of them uh, for, for jokes and stuff like that. Uh, and then they, they have the, the added comedy of uh, creating this band and creating characters like, uh, like a kid Cuddy and stuff. Like it, it was, it was kind of bizarre. Some of the choices they made, um, yeah. but it was, I think it was, I think it was fine. I had fun with it, but it did feel like, almost like an SNL sketch is what I kind of compared it to. Like they just, they just kept going. It's like, Oh, what if we did this? Um, so I don't know, but if, but I think you're right. If I watched it at the time it dropped, I think it would have done a lot better for me. <laughs> so uh, Rob, you watched it originally when it came out and you said this was uh, not bad uh, when we were going, yeah, you, didn't, I... you, didn't, you didn't veto this selection. Uh, I don't regret watching it. I think it's still fun, but. I think it's not as strong as we'll get into it later when we start talking about legacy follow-ups. So um, I was very excited when this was coming out um, and so much so that I purchased the first two movies on, on uh, through my iTunes account and we, my son and I, we watched them 
Uh, and he loved the first one. And I got to tell you, it gets hard to get a kid of nowadays to watch and appreciate 80s and even yeah. 90s movies, right? There's, there's, they treat it the same way we probably treated black and white movies. Like, oh my God, it's in black and white. Oh. <laughs> um, like, this is not even available digitally. Yeah, <laughs> this is not oh HD. God, the worst special effects ever. It's made of plaster scene. Ah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, anyways, we watched uh, Face the Music. We paid the $24.99 or 30 bucks, I guess, in Canada to rent it. And it was okay. Like, I, I remember, like, we were like, okay, it's not. It's not the first movie, but it's not Bogus Journey, which I've been on record. I don't like Bogus Journey at all. Bogus Journey is a blast. You're an idiot. And <laughs> um, and I I uh, I think though that you're right, and I this is what I guess I was going with with the Rotten Tomato score from the critics side is that there we were there wasn't really anything new coming out. There were some new Netflix movies that had come out, like The Old Guard, and but we were kind of in a in a without any real new content for quite some time. Like yeah. shows had just ended. Like there was no season finale because everything stopped in March. We were just like, what is happening? Right. So I felt like it, you know, it felt kind of like, Hey, we've got something new. There's like a huge movie coming out. We can actually watch it at home. This is amazing. And so I think it added, you know, we talk a lot about theater experience. I think at that moment mm -hmm. at home viewing experience really heightened our, uh, our sense of, of loving things. So I enjoyed it. I really didn't care to want to go back to it last week when we, when it was Frazier who suggested it, it, it <laughs> won on the wheel of, of life. And it won. I well, purchased you, it. You had, to, you had taken his choice, which was the original Bill and Ted. I think no, so that was my choice. No, no, no. But I think maybe he wanted that choice originally and he was going to, he was just tacking this on. Um, oh. But we forgot to mention that we, we were going to allow people to double up. So we could have had two spots of Bill and Ted flipping around on a wheel yet um regardless so i watched it again and <clears throat> you know i gotta say it, this is not a great movie like <laughs> i feel so bad because i know there's like a lot of heart went into this movie and you can tell but aside from me john aside from like the end <clears throat> song like that whole thing coming together I, it all this made me want to do is go back and re-watch the first one because i felt like they were they were aping what they had done in the first one, like mm -hmm. by going through time and, yeah, yeah, all and, and grabbing the people. Yeah. Characters, but it was their kids doing it. And their and the daughters were not like, I found it to be annoying and they were parody. I, I think that, I think the daughters needed more of the focus uh, flipped onto mm -hmm. them so they could become, but they were basically just doing parodies. Yeah. Of, of, of the Keanu original and, and the, and the other, and the other gentleman, I forgot his name because he's not as, biggest can reefs <laughs> yeah actually he's a he's a huge director he's done some amazing documentaries you should check him out oh, but cool dude. um but yeah it, it, they felt like parodies like and i was just like oh my god like i realized like, the whole thing felt like a parody in and of itself and it it wasn't self-deprecating and I, at a point where it's like i feel like they have a lot of heart in this but it felt forced i don't know man like it just it really made me appreciate how much I really enjoyed the first movie a hell of a lot more. So if anything, Bill and Ted face music made me really, really affirm my love of the first movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, where, where would, where would you, well, okay. Uh, before I move on to that, the, sure. the, 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 was there anything that really other than, <laughs> was there anything that stuck out in this movie that you would, 
take away from it. I don't, I don't think it's going to ever be rewatched by me again. I don't think so. Um, the, the, the bad robot guy was kind of awkward and, and funny at the same time. He was really humorous, but would, would you take anything away from this? Do you like, uh, I think Frazier mentioned he really likes the, uh, the, the prison Bill and Ted, which was pretty funny uh, with the, with the fake muscles and stuff. I kind of like old Bill and Ted. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, is there the anything to take away Ted. from this? Like, 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 again, I said, I don't regret watching this. It, it was still kind of fun to see those guys back in action. Um, um <clears throat> you know what? Like, I think that the, the scene, uh, in the therapist's office, okay. When she's like, okay, when I suggested a couple's therapy, <laughs> it's not really what I meant. And like, what do you mean? We're two couples. Like, I thought like that was kind of funny. Um, I thought Bill and I love you, girls. <laughs> and then he's like, "No, no, 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 no." You, what we want to say is this, and then he says the same thing, and like it wraps up. Another way. No, that was fun. Okay, yeah. Um, I actually think like the guy who plays uh, Ted's the father, the, the officer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is hilarious as hell. The fact that his little brother Deacon marries Missy, and then um, Bill has to go through like who she married and and the connection, like that all kind of stuff was. It was funny because it reminded me a lot of like the first stuff. Like it just felt like they were cool little throwbacks to to those first two movies. But anything after that, like the robot, you know the. You know the 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 emotionally confused robot. He had moments. I thought they were going to expand more, but it was kind of funny when he's like, "Uh, uh, so <laughs> like zapped all your family or like really?" Yeah, like, it was kind of it was kind of funny for a that. second. <laughs> yeah, but I but you know what? To me, it felt though like what they were doing with that was coming up with another character to match what Death was in Bogus Journey. Yeah, yeah, Death didn't become what he did in Bogus Journey in this one. I, I was waiting for him to kind of like really play back and forth, but he didn't. And right. and Kid Cudi, and I'm gonna sound old. This is a he's an actual artist, right? Kid, I don't know if that. I'm pretty sure that was an actor playing a young version of him, but he is an actual like yeah. Uh, okay, I just an, was an like old, an OG kind of. Uh, okay, I yeah, I was just like is well respected. All right, I was just kind of like, why are we throwing in a pop culture like I, I just like a modern day <laughs> pop culture person? Got it? It's a little that. bit off the wall. <laughs> Well, it'd be like as if you threw in the Jersey Shore people. Like there was that one movie, oh, the Three Stooges movie, right? Like, okay, whatever. But they had like the Jersey Shore cast in it. And it's like, when you do that, you've dated yourself. That movie then becomes so hard to go back and watch because it's dated to that specific period of time when those people were, you know, uh, culturally relevant. So that's where I just, ha, see? Station. And I was thinking about when Kid Cudi says that, he goes, station, and they both were like, and I was like, but that comes out of nowhere. Why are you even saying that? Um, That's what they I, I, I was expecting more bogus journey throws, throwbacks, but I guess they went more with, like, uh, throwing back to the first one. So. Well, yeah, and so, you know what, you know what, my, it reminded me a little bit of, and hear me out, Back okay. to the Future Part 2, when okay. they redo Part 1. And I was like, I felt like what these guys were trying to do was to redo part one on a different timeline with the daughters doing it, but Bill and Ted going through different timelines to try to find them. Like, it felt like they're amalgamating part and aspects of Back to the Future part two and putting it together to make this movie. And I was like, oh, it doesn't work. What are you doing? I don't understand. Like, I, you know what? The whole adage of kiss, keep it simple, stupid. 
make it about Bill and Ted. If you want Bill and Ted, have them. I don't, you know what? It's been 30 years. Have them go back and redo what they did in the first movie. Have them travel through time or their own timeline to pick up people to help create this song. But when you add in the kids and the wives are on their own adventure and the robot and everything else, it just becomes like a hot mess. It just, it's too much. So was it filmed during the pandemic? Do you know? No. Or like it was, so it was all done. It was all wrapped before, but it yeah. feels like it was filmed in the pandemic. Cause there's very few people yeah. together on set. It felt like, yeah, some of the performers weren't uh, actually interacting with each other. So it, it's kind of weird. So l- let me ask, where does this, I feel like the answer is pretty obvious. Like where does this rank in your Bill and Ted three? Is it, So I assume your list is Bill and Ted, Original excellent adventure, then bogus journey, and then this one. Or am I no, wrong? I Does this one go above bogus, bogus journey? Get out of town! I, I think you have it. Bo- bogus journey is is stupid. It, it and it's dumb and it's yeah. I don't like it. the the robots and Keanu Reeves. He lost his his uh, Ted Theodore Logan voice in bogus. It, it was just different. So I, I, I bogus journey is bogus for reals. Um, I would almost put the the car the Saturday morning cartoon episodes above. Bogus oh, <laughs> I, re- I remember I had a video game for Bill and Ted. I don't know if I remember what system it was on. I think it was on uh, like Commodore sixty four or something, where you had to go back through time and find all the historical characters. And I never could figure it out because I think you actually had to know a little bit about history. I would put Bogus Journey on top. <laughs> Excellent adventures. You're out of your. You're a maniac. Excellent adventure, and then this, you? and then this third one at the end, just because it's a nice, it is a nice kind of send off, cap off. But like, but like you said, if they had focused just on Bill and Ted, or handed it off to the new, the new cast, maybe they could have done something a little more and and m- propelled the legacy forward. But now you're kind of like, that's it. I'm done with it, right? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Bogus journey, and I know, I know it's probably bad. I know it's incredibly bad, but it's at that special point in time where uh i just had it on repeat and me and my brother on vhs while we were playing with our toys in the basement and stuff like that you so gotta rewatch that movie like, yeah yeah maybe maybe that's it maybe it's a nostalgia yeah and maybe and, it, and you'll it, be it like jumps. oh what was i thinking um <laughs> the simplicity of the first movie though you, you got the two guys going through time to find relevant historical figures to help with their his with their their presentation otherwise they're gonna fail high school and the same time while they're doing it, Napoleon gets stuck in modern day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember the, the video Napoleon. game. You had to type in the year that you wanted to go to, um, and this was before the age of the internet, so I didn't have like I didn't have the the years handy when I was a little kid. So I think we knew how to go to one specific year and get one character, but we didn't know the rest. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so let's 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 move on from build. Anyone in the comments, let us know how you felt. I think we've got a general consensus. I think a lot of people had fun with this movie. Um, but would never kind of go back and, and, and put it on their repeat list or it wouldn't be a rewatchable movie or whatever. Um, but like I said, nice end cap to, to this kind of legacy or, or, or something we never thought would happen. I never thought we were going to get a Bill and Ted 3. Like, that's crazy. Uh, but in general, in legacy rankings, does this go anywhere on your list? Or there's so many things. We've got the best example right now, which is Tom Cruise Maverick. Um, does this beat out any legacy things? I'm going to run off some legacy titles yeah, for you, Rob. Some, uh, let let me you... know if if this Bill and Ted 3 uh, beats any of them. Uh, so okay. one of my favorites, Bad Boys for Life. I don't know if you've seen that yet. Um, you, yeah, Bad Boys we reviewed for Life. it. Bad Boys for Life? Get out of town. No, we didn't. We talked about it. 
<laughs> we didn't officially review it because I, I would still be down for officially reviewing it. Um, uh, Star Wars Force Awakens is considered a legacy uh, follow-up. Uh, Creed, Brian Michael B. Uh, Brian Michael B. Bo- Brian Michael B. Jordan. No, it's Michael B. Jordan. There you go. <laughs> I don't know where Brian came from. I, I think because Brian McKnight is right. fusing in my brain with Michael B. Jordan. Anyways, um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Um, Matrix Resurrections. Does this beat Matrix Resurrections for you? Uh, I'm gonna have to watch Resurrections again because yeah. it's a close tie, though. No, I, I think I think Andre... Resurrections has got more going for it. I think you're underestimating it. But anyways, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Um, how about these weird horror ones? Uh, Candyman. I never Halloween. saw. I haven't seen the new one yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Well, the newer <laughs> version. I I feel like it was on Crave, and I don't know if it's on there anymore because. I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah, I, just... I don't. I feel like I haven't seen a pop up on streaming. I feel like I would actually watch it because I did hear good things about it. But they did also do a Halloween reboot. Or, or what about uh, one of your favorites, Rob? Uh, Tron Legacy. I, I assume. Oh you know, no, Tron I Legacy. love Legacy. <laughs> I love Legacy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, Lewis chimed in. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'd have to rewatch Matrix, Matrix Four. 4. Uh, I'm gonna have to rewatch it because I remember not really liking it as much. <laughs> Frazier says Bill and Ted is better than the new Star Wars. Touche. I'll, I'll give him that. Uh, I actually like Force Awakens. Um, so do I. Gemini Man. Uh, I don't know if we reviewed Gemini Man, but I did go see it. I think we it. did, John. I think we did. I think we've it. talked about it. I think we've talked about these movies, but we never did a full review on them. Okay. Um, but anyways. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. No. So, I mean, you know, it's it's. You know, listen, it was cool to kind of revisit, uh, you know, it's revisit cool to see these performers, but... especially Keanu Reeves, do this, uh, do this voice in this character again. I think I think that was funny uh, to maybe a certain point when I, when I was watching it. Maybe it ceased to be funny at a point. <laughs> well, that's a good point, because, I, you know, you almost like they, they didn't grow up like they're still acting as if like they're talking as if they're teenagers. And that was the one thing I found like like a, like. I don't know, dude. Do you think like I? I don't know if how many adults really talk like that. We could do that if you really wanted. We could fill the podcast with, "Hey, dude, what did you think the old us is thought?" Like you're kind of like, "All right, keep keep it moving." Um, but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so what would you want to see uh, remade? Would be another good question. What else deserves a legacy sequel? Uh, Lewis says, uh, "Point Break, possibly." Well, they um, did that. They I'd did be a down. reboot of that. And they I, did a I full reboot that no one it. liked, which yeah. was it featured extreme sports. But if Keanu Reeves came back and did a follow-up and we saw the adventures of Johnny Utah in, in today's universe and they maybe resurrect Gary Busey or something like that, uh, would be... He'd have to cut his hair. All of his movies now, including this one, they're all it's all long hair with either beard or without. Like, this is like... I think he could to... do it. He could... Basically, any character that he, that he played is now aged... And has the long hair beard look. <laughs> yeah. But he's uh, in the Liam Neeson phase of his career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had said after Tom after seeing Tom Gun Top Tom Gun. Tom, Tom Gun Maverick. It should be called Tom Gun though. Uh Top Gun Maverick. That if Tom Cruise wants to take that level of enthusiasm and uh, commitment to any of his movies, um, hundred percent do it. So if we see Days of Thunder Maverick come out, I'd hundred percent doubt. Um the color of money, <laughs> bring it back. Uh, I think that actually is a follow-up to some other old movie or something like that. The, yeah, uh, it is the Hustler. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. or how about Cocktail though? If they made a new Cocktail, oh man, 
<laughs> I would watch, but I am a Tom Cruise fanboy. Uh, anything you want to see come back, Rob, that just popped into your mind, maybe? Nope. I can't. No. Uh, you're okay you know, with new stuff? I can't think of anything that I would like, oh, revisit. Because you know what? I think you do run the risk of either destroying the memory of what came before it or just becoming irrelevant, kind of like this one. Top Gun Maverick makes you appreciate the first one, but it almost uh, ex exceeds the first one. People are going to watch Maverick more than they're going to watch the first one. Yeah, yeah. You think it was that I, was just a, a, a fluke? I feel like no, it was not a fluke. They I put would, effort into it, but it was yeah, a lot like, of effort. Yeah, I would say, like, oh, I would love to find out what Ferris Bueller is doing now, right? <laughs> as, a, as a dad in his 50s, what's Ferris Bueller doing right now? But the reality is it wouldn't be nearly as magical as what the first movie was. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. What, what about one of those other, what about one of those John Hughes movies that you remember from your childhood? What if they did a follow-up to something like that? Or have they already done that? Have they done remakes of any of those movies? No, no, no. John, no, no, he's, yeah. well, he's no longer here and none of his movies yeah. have ever been redone, but that's why, like, that's why I said the best one would have been probably Ferris Bueller's day off. Like 16 candles. Nah, no weird science. no, um uh, breakfast club but you know detention is a whole different and what are they all teachers no okay. so i think first, oh, hey, what about mannequin what if they brought back mannequin oh my god they did mannequin <laughs> too on the move um i maybe like i said ferris bueller's day off would probably be the most easily accessible because you could have a father in his 50s who has a probably a rebel rebellious teenage son or daughter and he's like listen i did all that stuff you can't be doing like i think that would be a pretty cool idea but the reality is I love that movie and I, I don't know if I really want to go back and, and have them mess it up. So, and maybe that just, that lies in my head as a fan fiction dream. <laughs> All right. So, so we'll, we'll close the book on that and we'll revisit the idea of these legacy sequels or maybe Bill and Ted's bogus journey at some point. So we'll see. <laughs> Rob is not having it. All right. So thanks everybody for joining us for Bill and Ted face the music, um, which was our random spinner selected by Frazier. So thanks Frazier for giving us that uh, choice. Um, we're, we're happy it didn't land on a couple other titles that popped up there <laughs> for various yeah, reasons. Flash Gordon. <laughs> I do kind of want to see Flash Gordon. Yeah. But yeah. speaking of Flash Gordon, we are watching something next week that is Flash Gordon like, right, Rob? I think yes, yes, I sure. Yeah. What are we right. watching next week? Oh, okay. So listen, <laughs> hey, it's hard to believe we are like just a few short days away from January. Uh, uh January. July. July 1st is just like four <laughs> days away. And in just over a week's time, John, we've got the newest uh, entry in the Marvel movies, the MCU. We have Thor, uh, Love and Thunder hitting theaters on July the 8th. So join us next Monday, live at 8 15 p.m. right here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch as we go back and check out Thor Ragnarok, which was the movie that um, preceded the events of Avengers Infinity War. So uh, this is on Disney Plus for those who are, I guess, all over North America or mostly across the world. If you have access to Disney Plus, you can check out Thor Ragnarok uh, there. Uh, watch it. Let us know what your thoughts are when John and I um, go back in time and check this one out. I just watched it a couple weeks ago. I'm going to watch it again. I quite enjoyed it. Um, so we're, I'm excited for this giant. I've already got my tickets for love and thunder. Are you excited to revisit Ragnarok? Yeah, I haven't seen Ragnarok since I watched it in theaters. I did really wow. enjoy it and I probably would have ranked it very highly on my Marvel chart at the time. But the fact that I haven't been able to sit down and watch it again in its entirety. So my daughter's going crazy. Um, but, uh, the, 
maybe kind of uh, is, a, is a knock to it. Same with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I feel like I really, really like that coming out of theaters, but I've never rewatched it since. So I'll be revisiting this um, on the Disney Plus. I believe it is the new enhanced IMAX version or whatever. Yeah. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so everybody, please join us for Thor Ragnarok um, and pick up your tickets for uh, Love and Thunder. Uh, been hearing some great things about it. So it looks yeah. pretty crazy. I've only seen that original trailer we did, Rob. Yep. And then the other trailer that they revealed during Top Gun. That's all I've seen of this movie, and people keep talking to me about it, and I'm like, I, don't, I didn't watch any of the other stuff. So uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so shout-outs yeah. to Tropic Thunder. I don't know if we'll ever do a Tropic Thunder, but uh, maybe next time we do a spinner reel, uh, you guys can add it to the list. Um, but, yeah, Rob, uh, any any parting words before we before we vamoose for the night? No, no, no. Uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks to, you know, Frazier for, for nominating. Uh, you know what? Even if we don't always enjoy the movies at least we have a good time watching it and talking about it here so yeah. uh that's the highlight you know sometimes you watch a shitty movie and you're like man that sucks but at least we can come here and talk about it um so it hasn't been the worst thing we've ever seen john so there's that <laughs> um, um uh, how are the ducks still holds that uh, uh ah, um, yeah, <laughs> so definitely i'm excited to watch ragnarok i've got my tickets to love and thunder um but as we get into July, I was going to do it again. July 1st. I <laughs> say, and to our friends in the US, because uh, they got their long weekend on Monday mm-hmm. coming up, mm-hmm. week today. So, um, you know, be safe, uh, everybody. Uh, have a lot of fun this weekend. Um, drink responsibly, Gordon. Um, <laughs> I just picked his name. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, just picked John. you at random. You, you, Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, man, I look forward to uh, doing this with you again next week, buddy. Yes. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, Rob, thank you again uh, for being a good sport. Um, So we're going to check you guys. Ah, you. Damn it! (laughs)